Talk Ministry is with the focus of presenting the practical Word of God on matters concerning the church, salvation, Christian life, and messages centered on Christ. This is to also help people discover their purpose in God, even as they represent God in every area of life. Let's Talk Ministry is under Christ Eagles Network, which is an interconnected ministries, discovering destinies, raising generations, and representing God in all areas of life. Now, today's word from the Bishop Ike Abiyabango. Stay tuned. Let us pray. Father God, I pray in Jesus' name that as your word is coming, let me not speak of my own, but speak through me to your precious people. And at the end of the day, let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. All right. Well, today I'm I'm coming your way with Relationship Marriage Capsule 2. And I believe you enjoyed our previous message on Relationship Marriage Capsule 1, where I gave you amazing quotes when, you know, amazing quotes about relationship and even marriage. And I believe you were blessed by that delivery. And so today on Relationship Marriage Capsule 2, we want to talk about real love. Hallelujah. Real love. And so if I say real love, it also means that then there is, you know, what we call fake love. Hallelujah. And so I want to quickly tackle what fake love is all about so that you'll be able to understand the angle i want to begin with you know in relation with you know what real love is all about hallelujah and so if we have real love it means that we also have fake love hallelujah and so what is fake love described as fake love can be described as you know you know love in disguise and when i say love in disguise it has to do with lust hallelujah love in disguise is termed as lust you might see somebody and you claim you love the person so much and you can't get the person off your mind but you if you are not careful you be you might not know if you are actually in love or you know you are you are running on the vehicle of lust hallelujah and so when we talk about you know love in disguise when we talk about you know love which is not real and that means love which is fake and you know it, it has to do with you know an intensive desire to satisfy one's you know appetite that is what lust is about and so people claim they are in love but they are actually in lust because if your relationship or marriage life is centered on your intensive desire to satisfy your pleasure your appetite then it means that it is not true love you are actually in lust but you are thinking that you are in love but you are in lust amen because last is such that it demands for its need. Last will say now. Love will say I can wait. Love will say tomorrow. Love will say let's look beyond just today and consider tomorrow. 
and so last will not give you the opportunity to see tomorrow but last will push you to to actually draw what you are supposed to see tomorrow into today last is a now action word love is a now thing La, last wanted now hallelujah and so understand that you know when it comes to love and last there are two different things don't confuse yourself with love and last because last is selfish oh i want this girl i can't wait to you know take her to bed oh this girl is so sexy this girl is beautiful i love her lips i can't wait to wet her lips hallelujah amen i can't wait to to have a feel of this body oh mama mia hallelujah that is the language of last because you saw a lady in town and you are drawn to the person and you just want to have your way in her life you can't wait to you know you know take her to bed you are desperate to do that true love is not desperate to 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 do something today true love is having the capacity to wait for the right time to do the right things at the right place hallelujah somebody so understand today that love and lust are two different things lust has to do with self-centered desires an intensive desire to satisfy one's appetite you can't wait to do it hallelujah last demands immediate you know result why should we wait till marriage and have sex what kind of theory is that we have been in a relationship for a long time why don't you trust me if you trust me sleep with me if you trust me take me to bed if you trust me kiss me there've been stories of you know i've, I've had countless stories of people telling me that okay I'm, i was in a relationship with a guy and the guy said if i really love him i have to kiss him to prove it kiss does not prove that you love somebody because it is easy to kiss it is easy to have sex so for the fact that it is easy to do it and your partner is demanding for something that is easy to do for you so that the person can you can use that basis or you know that kind of um, um an idea or you know initiative to determine true love is a wrong dial hallelujah so you have to understand that if a person is saying that oh if you, if you don't kiss me means don't love me if you love me kiss me if you love me hug me you know do all that with me no true love is not like that because if you say that if you love me so much kiss me and the person is able to kiss you you claim the person loves you it is so easy for the person to do it so it doesn't make a true love because it's easy to be done because people in the world are able to kiss anytime anywhere any day so if you are telling your partner that prove to me you love me by kissing me it means that your basis for love is immature prove to me you love me and have sex with me your basis for true love is weak and that is not love that is lust hallelujah somebody amen 
Alright. Now, let's move on. So, I want you to understand that, you know, though we have feelings, we have attractions and all of that, you have to engineer the attraction or feeling into the right channel, into the right dial, into the right focus. Hallelujah. Because lust is based on conditions. But true love is unconditional. Lust is based on condition. If you love me, kiss me. If you love me, buy me, you know, an iPhone. Conditional love. So it means that if the conditions are gone, it means there will be no love. And that is why it's lust. Because lust is a now thing. Lust needs it now. But love can wait. Love can sacrifice. Love is having so much time to give in. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't let a a particular relationship or marriage or whatever you find yourself in to, you know, change your godly principles. Nobody is wiser than the God who said fornication is not right. Nobody on earth is wiser than the God who said that, you know, sex before marriage is not allowed. Yeah, you are not wiser than the creator. There is no way creation will be wiser than the creator. It can never happen, it has never happened, and it will never happen. So take note of that. Hallelujah, somebody. Last will insist on its desire. What it wants until, it, you know, last is able to get it, last will not get over it. Hallelujah. And people will last, you know, until they are, they are able to satisfy their desires. They don't stop demanding for it. Hallelujah. There are people who are working at firms or places where they are, you know, their boss, the, the, their bosses are demanding for sex before they will promote them, before they will increase their salary, before, you know, they will, they will, be, gain, they will be fully employed. Last, if you you give in to your boss, it means that you have to always give him to give in to him so that he can maintain your position at work. And remember that if some other lady comes on board and he's drawn to that lady, you become a waste product. You become a secondary matter. His lust, his interest for you will be gone because he has found another lady who is having what you don't have. He's having more than you have. He's having an add-up of what you don't have. So don't let lust cause you to do certain things you regret tomorrow. There are students in school who, who you know, they are allowing teachers to, 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 to give them, you know, um, sex because they want good grades. But at the end of the day, having good grades and not getting a job after, after school, what is the use? And again, after having sex with your teacher, and then you, you, you pass the exams, and you know you are not academically sound, you know you are not practically good on what you, you went to school to study, what is your use? Hallelujah. Friends who say, shine your eyes, open your eyes. If you don't have a girlfriend, your eyes not open. You are not smart. You don't know what's up. You don't know what's cooking. 
You are not current. You are old, old current. No. Don't listen to what others are saying. Look in the mirror of God for relationship into marriage and use that manual to, 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 to assess your relationship. Run with that manual so that you make a fool out of your life. So that you don't live in regret. Hallelujah. Relationship or marriage is not all about sex. Sex is just a fraction of relationship and marriage. Sex is just a fraction. Hallelujah. Sex comes with excitement. After the excitement, what else? Seriousness begin. Sex do not pay school fees. Sex do not build mansions. Oh, someone say, I've been doing this thing. I've been into guys and I've been able to build mansions. But you know what? How long will you continue to do that? And where, where lies your pride? Where lies your dignity? Where lies your honor as a woman? Where is your pride as a woman? If you say that, oh, I have, I have sugar daddies. And that's why I'm able to live well. I'm enjoying life and all. Is not an excuse. In fact, poverty is not an excuse for you to sin. Did you hear that? Poverty is not an excuse for you to fall to sin. Challenges or storms of life is not enough reason for you to mess up. It's not enough reason for you to mess your life up. And say that I needed the help and that's why I gave in to the man to sleep with me. Don't you do that. There's a story of, you know, a lady, you know, with her mother. They were in, a, 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 you know, a house, a compound house. And then the mother fell sick. The mother was rushed to the hospital. The girl needed money to, you know, um, pay hospital bills. And even they had surgeries the mother had to go through and if money is not you know brought in she's going to lose her mother she 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 has been you know running all around looking for money and all of that and her landlord you know had had a clue that this is the situation and the landlord called the lady and then said you know what i can help you but you have to sleep with me but i trade you give me i give you so do this and then I'll pay the hospital bills and even now I'm not you're not going to even pay rent for some time. The girl did not want to do it but when the lady realized that the situation at the hospital concerning her mother was getting worse by day she had to just give in. After sleeping with you know the landlord she got back to the hospital only to hear that her mother had passed away. That is life for you. So, don't allow any circumstances to push you to do what you regret tomorrow. Maybe today you are not seeing the regret, so you think you are okay. You think you are fine. Oh, nobody knows about it. But remember what goes around surely come around. That is why you have to, you know, learn from the mistake and tell yourself you are not going to do that again. Tell yourself that you make the best out of life. You, you live a purposeful life to the glory of God. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. If you read 2 Samuel chapter 13, verse 1 to 34, 
first, I mean, Second Samuel 13, verse 1 to 34. That's where you find, you know, um, an example of last, where Ammon, one of David's sons, you know, he was madly in love with Tamar, I mean, his half-sister. And you know what? He pretended to be sick. By, you know, the counsel of a friend, he decided that, look, okay, I have to fall sick. I have to pretend I'm sick so that I can eat from Thelma's hand and use that strategy to lure her to bed. Hallelujah. And so he was moved by lust. He was moved by lust. And when, you know, Thelma came in, prepared whatever he demanded for and, and, you know, came in, you know, he had his way in her life. And after sleeping with her, he, you know, he, 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 he developed a certain level of hatred for her after. Dragged her away, asked her to leave his sight. You know, he, he had intensive hatred for her after sleeping with her. But when he had not slept with her, the attraction was there last was there because in those days if you're a virgin there is you know a, a particular look you have there's a particular wear i mean clothes you wear which will let everybody know that these are the virgins in the palace and so amor was attracted by the that 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 thing I was attracted by the fact that Thelma was a virgin. That is one. Two, she was beautiful. Three, Thelma had all the features he wanted. Hallelujah. So lust will cause you to be attracted to some of these elements. Hallelujah. There is nothing wrong with having feelings or sexual attractions for anybody. But if you do not control... If you do not drive your feelings in the right path, it will lead you astray. There's nothing wrong with having feelings. So having feeling is not a sin. Having a sexual attraction for somebody is not bad. The Bible says that when Adam saw Eve, he said, Wow, this shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. This is the flesh of my flesh. The bone of my bone. Because he could see features on Eve. Certain features on Eve triggered Adam's, you know, poetic words for her. Triggered Adam's compliments. Hallelujah. Woman. Because she was taken out of man. She shall be woman hallelujah this is the bone of my bone the flesh of my flesh because of what he saw so there was some level of attraction so there's nothing wrong with having attraction for anybody if you see a lady you like and the attraction comes in fine but know how to go about it don't let lust lead you on the way but let find true love Find out if it's true love or you are just lasting after her. Hallelujah. Can I share my story with you? I remember years ago, I was attracted to um, a lady. 
and I will see that that was a crush. I had a crush on her, and um, the crush was so strong that I had serious, you know, attraction for the person, and um, I couldn't wait to, you know, tell the person or whatever, you know. But because um, I'm known as a man of God, it, it wasn't easy for me to really go in and then maybe propose or do anything like that. So, so I was, you know, admiring her from afar. And I was lasting after her. I, I wish I wish I can have this lady, you know, to myself. I wish I can be in a relationship or whatever. The attraction was so strong, you know. And then... I realized that whilst growing, whilst growing, I realized that the attraction I had for her, you know, was going away. And today, um, I, I I've seen her at a play. I've been seeing her, and then I realized the attraction I had years ago for the person is not same today. The attraction is gone, and I've been thinking, how did this attraction go? How come I was in love with this person? I thought I was in love. That's the word. I thought I was in love. It wasn't love. It was last. That feeling was so strong. So how come I didn't fall for it? How come I didn't go in for it? Because I, I was known as a pastor. And, and, you know, being known as a pastor has helped me as a man, as a man of God or as a child of God. So you being a Christian should, should, should be that, you know, code which will help you not to fall to anything. So if I'm a man of God and I could not fall to last because of that mentality that, hey, I'm a man of God, what people say about me? Okay, so it guided my steps when last showed up, when sexual attraction showed up. So you're a child of God, you're a Christian listening to me, or you're a believer, or you love God, you, are, you, you believe in God. Let your morals guide you. Let your godly morals guide you. Hallelujah. Let your morals guide you and, 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 and understand that, hey, I'm a child of God, I love God. God's order for relationship into marriage do not encourage sexual, you know, pleasures. It doesn't encourage, you know, sex. It doesn't encourage some of these things. So what am I supposed to do? I have to be guided by my morals. I have to be guided by the godly morals or God's standard for relationship into marriage. Amen. So that's what happened. So imagine if years ago I had fallen for that lady. I might have messed her life up today. Because today, that attraction will not be there and what will become of our relationship or what will become of our lives. Hallelujah. So, I'm glad I didn't even propose in the first place. Do you understand? So, make sure that before you even propose to somebody, you will let love grow on you. Hallelujah. Because there's nothing like love at first sight. Take it from me. Love at first sight the percentage of love at first sight working is limited because love takes time to grow. Hallelujah. Love takes time to grow. Love takes time to grow. Love do not happen just like that. It doesn't happen suddenly. It always takes time 
to grow love. It always takes time to grow true love. Hallelujah. So if you love somebody, remember that time will tell. Yeah, even marriage cannot be built on sexual attraction alone. Hallelujah. Love cannot be built on sexual attraction alone. It goes beyond that. Because there are couples who could not resist, you know, their sexual involvement. They went and, and they got married. And at the end of the after getting married, what else? They could not resist their sexual involvement or attraction. And that's how come they got married. So after getting married, what next? The attraction, all the fantasy and all of that died away. So you have to understand that sex before marriage is not love. Sex before marriage is not love. Take it from me. And excuse me to say, if sex before marriage works, or being in a relationship, I mean sex in relationship works, like by now, excuse me to say again, prostitute would have been married. Or prostitutional relationship would have been the you know one of the solid you know thing to go into. Hallelujah. It is just for pleasure. Three minutes of sex can lead you to years of regret. So don't be carried away by some of these elements. If you are falling prey to any of these things, the mercy of God come upon you. And learn from your mistakes. Don't keep making them. You can't live your life like that. That you are in a relationship and you always give yourself to every guy in your, in your relationship life. There's no guy you've not you've been there's no guy you've not been in a relationship with and you have not allowed him to have sex with you. There's nobody you've not been in a relationship with that you did not allow the person to kiss you. So let's take note of that. Life is short. Heaven is real. God is real. Life is real. So let's take note of that and then know how to go about whatever we do. And let it bring glory to God. Hallelujah, somebody. All right, now we are moving on. Now, when we talk about love, when someone is telling you that he or she is interested or loves you that much, let's find out what love really means. So I want to give you the acronym for love. Acronym for love. So from today, when you tell somebody, I love you, know that this is what it really means. So are you ready to go or run with this? If you if you be able to run with this, then you can boldly and confidently tell somebody you love the person. Amen. So love, the L stands for live with you forever. So if you tell somebody I love you, you are indirectly saying that I want to live with you forever. I love you because last is temporal love go with permanent you know focus and so if you say you love somebody and you believe that it's not last you are not lasting after the person it's not what you want to get now and that's why you want to be around the person like Temo and Amor if that is so then know that if you tell somebody you love the person it means that you know you are ready to live with the person forever you are not just going into the relationship but you are aiming at marriage you have a focus 
to arrive at marriage. And that is why you're going into that relationship. Anybody who's going to a relationship with a mindset, I just want to go into a relationship, experience it, and then that's it. I'm not thinking of marriage and all. It means that the longer you stay in it, the mess you the, the longer you're gonna mess your life up. Amen. So love has to do with you know the L stands with you know live with you forever. O stands with you know on my mind always. So I love you because I want to live with you forever. I love you because you are always on my mind. Amen. On my mind always. I can't stop thinking about you. You know, you are the first, you know, um, thing that comes to my mind every morning. Hallelujah. All right. So it's because of what the fact that you love the person and so the person is on your mind now the v the v stands for you know very much attracted to you if you tell somebody you love the person there is a level of attraction you have for the person a level of attraction and attraction is not only based on sexual you know um connection or affections or you know attraction but you know when i talk about attraction aside sexual attraction i'm talking about connection i'm talking about relations how you guys are able to relate with each other very much attracted to the person very much connected you have a lot of things in common you can't get over each other all right, so the E stands for expectations to our love is without limit. So if you tell somebody you love the person, the E stands for expectation to your love with, with the person has no limit. So you are telling a person, I love you. And this love I have for you, it has no limit. It is going so far. It is going to eternity is going to travel so wide and so far amen and amen so that is it for you know the acronym for love if you tell somebody you love the person l stands for live with you forever o stands for on my mind always v stands for very much attracted to you you are not just attracted to the person but you are very much attracted to the person now the e stands for expectations to our love is without limit you love the person not on condition but on conditional basis it's without limit it has no end it has no boundaries it's, it has no um, conditions attached to it it is you know conditional it is unconditional I beg your pardon so let's take note of that amen and amen now are you ready for you know what true love is all about now that you understand what last and you know what last and love is about now let's talk about true love hallelujah so i want to share with you on the signs that you you have to look out for which will also determine if you are in a real love or you are living in last these signs will help you to know if your love is real or your love is not real. Are you ready? All right, so we are beginning. Now that you understand what true love is, 
I mean, you understand what love and lust is, and knowing that love and lust are not the same, it's time for us to run into what true love is all about. Amen and amen. Now, true love, the first sign of, you know, of true love is that real love. Okay, so when I say true love or I say real love, they are all the same. Hallelujah. Because your love, if it's true, it has to be real. So if I may use, you know, true love, real love interchangeably, they are all the same. Amen and amen. So real love is rooted in friendship. That is the first point. Understand that real love is rooted in friendship. Every true love begins with friendship. You cannot jump into a relationship or intimate relationship like that. True love begins with friendship. Because it is from the friendship part of the relationship that you'll be able to know the person, understand the person, and then, you know, get to have a feel of the person in all aspects of life. Amen. You can't say we are in a relationship and the first night we, we had, you know, we had to have, we had sex. The first day, you know, we went into the relationship, we, 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 we kissed. We started sleeping with each other. No, real love is rooted in friendship. Even marriage is also rooted in friendship. There are couples who are living like brothers and sisters. There are couples who are living like friends. Hallelujah. They know when to run or operate in love. They know when to operate as couples. And they know when to operate as friends. So real love is actually rooted in friendship. You enjoy being with the person. That is why you share certain things with the person. When you have a friend, you are very comfortable with, you know, the person. You share almost everything with the person. You enjoy being around the person. You guys laugh together. You fight together. You, you know, you, 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 you have fun together. And you do amazing things together as friends. You share secrets together. You laugh over certain situations and move on. Because your real love is rooted in friendship. Every true relationship begins with friendship. There is no way you can go into a relationship with a person if you do not understand the, the, the friendship part of relationship. Hallelujah. There are three levels of relationship. We have the, the friendship in relationship method. And then we have the intimate in relationship method. And then marriage relationship in marriage method let me take it again so we have three levels of you know relationship or stages of stages of relationship we have friendship in relationship intimacy in relationship and then relationship in marriage hallelujah so the first part of every relationship begins with friendship so friendship in relationship, that is where you'll be able to know certain things about your partner. That is where you'll be able to study the, your partner very, very well. That is why I say that, you know, love at first sight is not enough. Go beyond love at first sight and start to know the person, start to understand the person, start to, you know, study the person so that you'll be able to know 
if you are doing the right things if you really want to run with this so friendship in relationship is very very important hallelujah don't be in a haste to 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 grow into the sexual part of it or the intimate part of it but just build the the, the relationship on a strong basis which is friendship rooted in friendship hallelujah be firm in friendship it's very important for us to take note of that amen and amen and so the second stage is intimate relationship with intimate relationship that is when you know that hey we are in a relationship and you know our relationship is intimate that is when you hear conversations like you know i love you you know um you talk about um words of love words of love are you know are most of the time employed in intimate relationship i love you i love your beautiful look you know when i see you i see heavens when you are around me i feel the presence of god hallelujah somebody amen and amen when i look into your eyes I see a bright future. Amen. When I hear your voice, it's like, you know, um, the flow of water. Amen. Your presence remind me of, you know, um, how heaven is going to look like. So, you realize that it's getting intimate. You confess your love for the person. You know, you guys talk about your love communication upgrade when is is upgraded when you are in an intimate relationship amen i love you baby i love you honey sweetheart yes my 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 sweet potato yes hallelujah <laughs> so that is intimate relationship for you now relationship in marriage is when you are married to the person but there is a level of friendship in there it's that is the third stage so the intimate relationship if you are in an intimate relationship you'll be you are having the focus of getting into marriage with the person amen you you are you are getting to marry the person that is the central focus and so your attitude, your relationship with the person is actually intimate. It's not it has nothing to do with sex. But it's intimate. Your affection for the person is strong. And you can't wait to get married to the person not only because of affection or attraction, but it goes beyond that. Hallelujah somebody. Amen and amen. All right now the next point which is the second one, is that real love does not seek its own, but, you know, for both. Real love does not seek for its own alone, but for both. Which simply means that real love or true love is not selfish. You cannot go into a relationship or marriage with a selfish mentality. That is why we call it relationship. You are relating with somebody. That's why we call it partnership. You are in partnership with somebody. That's why we call it couples. It's because you have been coupled together. 
married is because you have been managed together. You have mingled together. Hallelujah. That is what the Bible said that a man will leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and they'll become one. He didn't say, you know, you'll be alone, but he said you become one, one body, one flesh. That means one mind, one everything. The Bible says that can two walk together unless they agree. So let's take note of that and understand that when it comes to true love, true love is not selfish. True love do not demand for his own needs, what he want to benefit, what he want to achieve and forget about the partner's own. You don't go into relationship or marriage because of what you can, you are going to get from it. But you are going into it because of what you both will benefit from it. And that is what we call true love. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen and amen. Alright, now the third point. The third point is that real love is ready to sacrifice. If you claim you are in a true love or you are in love with the person, you have the capacity to sacrifice. If you cannot sacrifice, it means you are not in love. If you cannot sacrifice, it means that your love is not real. If you cannot sacrifice, it means that you are in lust. What you want to get now? My pleasure. Those kind of things. So real love is ready to sacrifice. And under real love, you know, for people who, you know, I mean, for real love, which has to do with your ability to sacrifice, you know, you have to understand that one element in sacrificing for real love is that you have the ability to wait till marriage. Amen. So if you claim you are in a true love or your love is real, you really love this person, I know that you can't also wait to get married to the person. Hallelujah. So if you really love a person, you can't also wait to get married to the person. And so it calls for sacrifice. So real love will sacrifice time will sacrifice resources. I'm not saying be giving in everything, everything you are given. No. But what I'm talking about is that you have time for the person. Sometimes you cannot give the person money, but your time alone will let a person feel accepted. Amen. If you cannot help the person, don't add muscle to injury. Don't worsen the situation. Don't give the person trouble. Amen. So your ability to wait till marriage will prove your real love. Your ability to say no to sex before marriage is real love. Your ability to wait before, you know, taking the person to the altar is real love. Your ability to to, to sustain certain, I mean, certain situations because of your partner is real love. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So from today, understand that if you claim you, you are in love or you have real love or your love is real for somebody or your partner, it will be seen in how long you can sacrifice for your partner. This powerful message continues the next time this broadcast is aired. For more information, contact us on eaglesforchrist at gmail.com. And that is E-A-G-L-E-S.
S the number 4 C H R I S T at gmail.com or Revi Ike 2016 at gmail.com and that is R E V Y I K E 2016 at gmail.com Christ Eagles Network discovering destinies, raising generations, and representing God in all areas of life. God richly bless you.